All right, hey, it's the Good Advice Show. Welcome back to another awesome episode where we're going to be giving you the advice you need to grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Blake Benz, host of the podcast and my business, Good Advice. And we're going to give you that good, actionable, tangible advice that you can take and apply today. No fluff, just the stuff that works on today's episode today. Today's a fun episode. We're going to be talking about the... Um, it's kind of the reverse New Year's resolution kind of topic because I think I think lately there's been a lot of conversation about um, you know New Year, New You. Here's the awesome stuff that you're doing. Here's some things you can be trying, what have you. And uh, you know maybe it's the fact that my New Year's resolution lasted about 47 seconds, uh, or <laughs> I don't know what it is exactly, but. We're going to be talking about if you haven't done much for your business yet, if you haven't uh, created a resolution of some kind, and if you haven't really been getting after the goals for your business, we're going to be giving you some good news today, all on today's episode. But first, we got a word from one of our sponsors coming at you right now. Hey, are you tired of all the paperwork that you're doing in your landscaping business? Then I got to tell you about what Steve Lay is doing over at bookkeepingforlandscaping.com. He wants to take the mess out of your business and more importantly, get you back to focusing on what you care most about, which is all your awesome, amazing landscaping customers. If you've been staying up till 11 o'clock at night working on your books, covered up in paperwork, then you want to give Steve a call who can help simplify your books so that you can focus on actually running your business. Again, you can find out more at bookkeepingforlandscaping.com. That's today's sponsor. Enjoy the show. All right. Hey, welcome back to today's episode. I appreciate you tuning into the podcast today, checking out the Good Advice Show. And I hope that today you walk away with some better insights for your business. I mentioned in the intro to the episode today that uh, today's a little bit of an anti-New Year's resolution kind of episode. I'm not against resolutions, by the way. don't have a problem with resolutions. I've personally never really been someone to do them. I don't know if I'm if, if I'm just like overly hipster or what, but I just haven't really been that guy. So um, it's a bit coincidental that this episode is airing in January. But if you're listening to this episode and it's like the middle of the year, don't worry. Today's episode is absolutely going to be um, have some nuggets of wisdom for you today. So I put together this episode today. Um, wanted to talk about. A couple of things, a couple of conversations that sort of happened coincidentally in the last uh, couple of days. So I have this social media person who creates a lot of great content for me. She's amazing. She's great. And we were having a conversation on Monday morning and she was like, you know, you your marketing funnel, like your digital sales funnel, it, it could use some work. Uh, it's, it's not quite really where it should be. And if you want to see some better results with your sales, you should probably put some attention to it. Uh, so she mentioned that. And then she also mentioned, you know, we also aren't really using analytics like we should be using, uh, to really drive and inform our strategy with social media and just our online presence. And my response being the 
busy, the, the business savvy person that I am, my response was, yeah, those things are pretty much train wrecks right now. <laughs> now they aren't actually train wrecks. Um, you know, I think about the, the dusty countertops or shelves in your house that you just haven't gotten to in a while. It's not that you're a bad homeowner. It's that there were other parts of your home that took your attention and our businesses are no different, right? I mean, there are things that are just top of mind. And so unfortunately things get dusty, they get rusty, they get weak. And until you actually take a direct look at them, they uh, continue to sort of, uh, I guess, waste away a bit. So I had this conversation with this person and then later that week, I had a conversation with another business owner who he was like, man, I, I have so many things I need to do with my business. I feel like there's so much lost opportunity. Like I have all this, these sales coming in, but I feel like I'm not maximizing it well. Um, and, and, and let me be clear about something. I don't think he was being overly harsh on himself. Like I do think sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves for things that aren't going well with our business. And I'm, you know, I'm probably a huge hypocrite to talk about this because I, I feel the same way with my own business. When things aren't excelling, I really take it personal in terms of like, I can do better. This can be better. How do I really make this something that is incredible? Uh, so I, I don't think there's any issue with, you know, necessarily being hard on yourself with having a standard for how you do business only because, Frankly, there's a lot of people out there who the way they do business doesn't have much of a standard. Like I have worked with and talked to people who have the absolute minimum standard when it comes to the kind of quality goods or service that they sell to people and their heads and they, their head hits the pillow just fine at night. They feel totally fine about it. So I think it's it's even even though you shouldn't be overly hard on yourself, I think it's okay to be cognizant of that standard you want to have for your business. So uh, having said that, he was talking about his business. Uh, it's talking about the things he wasn't doing well. And this was at our Tuesday morning growth group meeting, which if you haven't, if you haven't heard me talk about it before, it's a local meetup that we do on Tuesday mornings uh, where we literally, we talk shop. It's like, hey, let's talk about the things, that, the challenges that we're facing in our businesses. And I started doing this because I felt like for myself as a business owner, when I was just starting out uh, four years ago, that I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. And I felt like I couldn't find those resources without being sold to. Like I felt like as I encountered different resources, it'd be like, oh yes, let me sell you my course. And it'd be like, I don't want to buy a course. Like I, and, and there's a little bit of, of some nuance to this too, in the sense of like, you get what you pay for. Sometimes you do need to invest in something, but I was just at a point where I was like, who do I have? Like just an, just like a, like a basic conversation with, like, I'm not looking to, you know, totally revamp anything. I just want to be able to have kind of like a sounding board with someone. So I started this group because that's what I wanted local business owners to be able to do was to have that conversation, to be able to enjoy that kind of sounding board, not just with me, but with a multitude of other business owners. So that's what this person's doing. He's kind of sharing what's going on in this business. And we jumped in and we we offered some real suggestions. We said, hey, you might want to try this, or hey, here's something else to think about. And 
you know, it's not uncommon that there is a bit of a group collaborative effort that happens in these meetings. Like there was another guy who was talking about, um, uh, a, a person who was kind of like a, for sure, definite sale. And the person hasn't signed the contract and he's kind of been waiting for like three or four weeks. And I was like, yeah, get in line. I mean, that's, that is life for all of us, you know? So to be able to have that kind of honest conversation can be really helpful and useful. So this guy's sharing about the things going on with his business. We gave some great advice, I feel like, and um, not just for me. I mean, there's some really awesome, savvy business people there who are giving also their own perspective, their own advice. And at the end of it, though, and, and he was really receptive, too. He was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. That sounds really great. Okay, yeah, it gets me excited. I, okay, yes, I need to work on that. But at the end of the day, or at the end of the conversation, the other thing that was in my head, like as we were kind of moving on, I was kind of like, well, hang on just a second. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is like this thing about giving yourself a break for your business and recognizing that I don't know if there will ever be a point in your business when everything is as it should be. And if you're a high achiever, if you're somebody who you love having all ducks in a row, this might, this fact may drive you crazy. I will call it a fact because I do believe it's true only because everything tends towards disorder, like the law of entropy. Everything tends to disorder in our world. You know, your fingernails grow too long. You wake up with bedhead. Uh, your clothes get dirty over time. Your house falls into disrepair over time. None of this, nothing stays in order on its own accord. So things naturally will get messier over time. And I think it's okay to own that a little bit and accept that and give yourself a break in that and even say, find peace in that. Like I was talking to my wife, you know, we have two kids. Um, one of my kids cannot stop this habit of peeing on the floor like we're, we're potty training. We're almost there. You know, we've gotten her out of peeing, out of peeing in the diaper, I guess, but not quite. Like we got the pull-ups. The issue is she'll take off the pull-ups and just pee on the floor instead of like the eight additional steps to pee in the toilet. So <laughs> I told my wife today, I was like, if I have to clean up one more puddle of pee, um, you know, walking in her room early in the morning, my foot just goes, you know, right into the puddle. Um, so we were talking about it and I was like, you know, like maybe we should just find contentment in this. Like this is just, you know, raising kids It's just, it's wild and crazy, but it's life, you know, it's just life. It's messy. It's life. And I think our business owners are in the same way. And I was, I even shared with this guy, the story of my business in this marketing funnel we were thinking about and the digital work we needed, we wanted to do better you know, the fact I got all this social media content, but it's not getting posted on a day-to-day -day basis, which is like a total crime for all the content that's getting created. But understanding that your business has messiness and accepting that, I think will reduce, it will reduce the stress you feel in your business, but also it will reduce the mental energy you put towards your business. It'll, it'll... It'll free up the mental energy that you can then redirect to the things that actually do matter. And that can be anything from being creative and innovating new things within your business to offer to your customers, to revamping or rehashing things that um, aren't quite where they need to be. Like there is, there is, like understand there is a limit 
on the amount of inputs that you can put into your business uh, and recognizing also that when things take up mental energy, mental stress, um, you know, exhaustion, I think sometimes people think there's like a badge of honor for like working an 80 hour week. Like I got so much done and I often find myself talking to these people thinking, Hey, you could probably get a lot more done actually doing less work, like getting smarter for your business, having a stronger process for your business. Point being that even when your business is messy, there's, there's value in letting go some of the pain of the mess in terms of how it affects how you show up every day. So, um, you know, something that I was thinking about with this conversation was there was, and I told the story in our, our growth group meeting on Tuesday morning. One of the things that I think pops up with this, there was a, a podcast that someone sent to me and they said, Hey Blake, you should check out this guy. He's a business guy. Um, super awesome. Uh, I think he called him like a business expert, which by the way, I, I, I feel like I always have to give this disclaimer, by the way, because I don't want to like, um, I don't know. I don't even know really what I'm saying, honestly, other than just like, just know I don't have anything against this person, but he sent me this podcast. I check this out. I really like this guy. So I listened to this guy, I listened to this episode and he, the episode starts out with like, Hey, some of you guys have been act, asking me, you know, we're, we're making all this money doing this stuff. You've asked me my routine. Like what's my routine every day? He's like, so here's my routine. I woke up, I wake up at four in the morning and I immediately, you know, go to the gym and I'm at the gym for an hour and a half, I come back, take a shower. Um, and then I read for 45 minutes. And then from there I, um, I make breakfast and it's always, you know, an egg, you know, slice of toast, yada, yada. Um, and then from there I take my supplements for the day, which is blank, blank, blank. And then from there I'm having my coffee and I go to this meeting and then I go to that meeting. And then from there I go that, you know, and it, it was so fine tuned and high performance that, and I think it'd be unfair to say that I disbelieved it to say that I, I didn't disbelieve it. Part of me did disbelieve it though, in the sense of, and, and there's nothing wrong with having a routine, by the way, like get one, have one, you know, develop some personal responsibility and diligence for how you approach your day. But as I was listening to him, I found myself thinking like, this is so curated and perfect. Where's the mess? Like, where's the mess in your business? Where's the mess in your life? Like the way you just described your day to me, and this was like a 20 to 30 minute episode of this person from the beginning, the moment they wake up to the end of the day. And it was literally a day of incredible results. And again, perfection, not that we don't have days like that. And, and you know what, this guy may be the person who's cracked it. He's figured it out. You know, I just know most people I know, even the most incredible business owners have bad days, have unproductive days, have days where things do not ping and do not click and it just is what it is right but so i was listening to this guy and i was thinking like where's the mess like where's the mess and it actually reminded me of another business a guy that i worked with who there was a business leader a third person 
a business leader who was known for deep-rooted ethics and integrity and he had all these stories about all the people he had led successfully and like how amazing of a leader he was well it came out that he had had an affair he had cheated on his wife and his whole stick was doing things honestly being an honest boss stuff like that well so i was talking to this business owner about this whenever the news came out about this and and i didn't really have much of a personal feeling towards the, the third person because i didn't really know him but I was like, yeah, it's kind of surprising. And the guy I was talking to, the other business owner was like, our business guy was like, yeah, I'm not too surprised. And I was like, wow, like people adored this person. Like you, you weren't surprised. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't surprised. Um, you know, when people describe themselves in, in the way that he described themselves, where there were only wins and no losses, immediately I'm suspicious because that's not real life. And I had kind of a similar thought with this guy that I was listening to. I was thinking this person just described a day of win after win after win after win. And in the absence of a mess, I don't know. I wonder if it's the whole picture. Now the takeaway for you, wherever you are in your business, it's not about, um, hopefully the takeaway isn't like Blake's super jealous of this random guy. <laughs> I hope, <clears throat> excuse me. I hope I can get my life in control uh, at some point in the future. But I, I think the advice, the good advice for you today is you have a mess and it's okay. It's okay to have the mess. You know, like my wife, um, one of her resolutions was giving up sugar and she had like a candy bar or something. I don't remember what it was, but she was like really hard on herself about it. And her name's Joy. And I was like, you know what, Joy? At the end of the day, if the worst thing about your day or your week was that you snuck a candy bar, <laughs> I guess things aren't really that bad, right? At the end of the day with my kids, if you know she peed on the floor again, it's probably not that big a deal. It's just pee. So all that to say for you and your business, there are some things that are broken in your business. There are some things that are messy. There are some things you may never, ever fully get to where it needs to be. Though, if you want some help, you can give me a call. I can help you make it happen. That's my random plug. But there's things that are broken for your business, and that's okay. And it's okay because, not because you are content with the brokenness, it's because on your list of the things that matter, it's towards the bottom. Like, the digital marketing funnel that I haven't fixed yet for my business, I need to fix it. But currently there's about four or five other things that are more important for my business that I really need to hone in on and work on and develop. And that, by the way, that by the way is good strategic thinking. Like when you can approach your business and you can rank things like like there will always be 10,000 fires to put out. There will always be all these things for you to focus on that are vying for your attention. But when you develop the ability to see those 12 things and organize them according to what actually matters and to be correct about that. Like I've known people who I've talked to who they're like, hey, I, th I feel like this really matters for my business right now. And I'm like, that, that has never brought you any money for your business. It does nothing for your brand. It's a hobby that you really like. It's not important. You just really like it. So to be able to do it objectively and to really know this is most important right now. This is something I got to do. I have to make this happen. 
you know, you can't clone yourself, which means that they're naturally, by honing in on those things at the top, there will always be things at the bottom of the list. Always, there will always be things that are falling into disrepair, and that's okay. It is okay, so give yourself a break. So own your mess, own your mess, and hone in on the things that actually do matter and make the changes you need to make to get your business to where it needs to go. Hey, that's today's good advice. Thank you guys for listening today. I've got a quicker episode today. Uh, don't forget, you can continue to check out the podcast. We post random things on YouTube. Uh, we got a newsletter called the Good Advice Newsletter. It goes out every week. You can check that out as well. And also, don't forget, if you want to advertise your business, you want to sponsor a podcast episode, you can always do so. Reach out to me at Blake at GoodAdviceCoaching.com, and we'll make it happen. Thanks for listening today. I'll catch you later. We'll see you.